forward, 6'6", from Lower Marion High School, playing his final game in Boston. Number 24, Kobe Bryant. Well, Spence, um, this is an episode I honestly never anticipated on making and a topic I never wanted to cover, never thought I would have to cover. Um, but it's here nonetheless. Um, I'm sure everyone has heard by now, so we're definitely not breaking news, but uh, Kobe Bean Bryant has uh, passed away along with his daughter Gigi in a helicopter crash uh, in Calabasas, California. Um, he was 41, she was 13. Um, obviously a horrific event, and uh, before we get into this episode, I want to send my thoughts and prayers and condolences out to the Bryant family, family and friends, everybody affected by it, and then, of course, the uh, seven other passengers who lost their life in the, uh, really a tragedy. Um, wow. A lot of lives were changed by the events that transpired uh, yesterday. Uh, for context, we are recording on a Monday, Monday night. Um, where do you begin? Where do you begin when you, when you even just try to put into words the way that somebody, uh, the way somebody made you feel, the way somebody inspired, uh, not just one, but generations. Especially in our lifetime, I know. I can kind of speak for both of us. This is just one of the biggest um, biggest losses, most tragic events that we've had to watch. And it is really personal. Um, I feel like I know Kobe in a way. You know, I, I know a lot of us do. It's just because... When somebody's in your life like that, whether it was in person or uh, on TV or in you know whatever medium, those hours feel very real, very, uh, and they were real. Uh, I think everybody shares shares a lot of great and very vivid because they're they're not far away. They, they feel like yesterday, these memories that we all feel, that we all have, um, and the ones that we all share, they're very vivid because yeah. they're not far gone at all. Um, just, I mean, my literally just two days ago, Kobe was tweeting and posting on Instagram. And, at the Lakers game watching uh, LeBron pass him on the scoring list, it, it's it's so eerie, such a weird situation, because the day after LeBron passes him, LeBron was wearing on his shoes, he wrote Mamba Forever or something, Mamba for Life, um, had this interview where he was talking about what it meant to him and what Kobe meant to him. And if you had watched it with no context, after knowing all these events that transpired, you would think he was talking That's exactly yeah, how in I memory did. of him. And it's... I- 
I actually didn't see it till the day after, uh, or until uh, after what had actually transpired that uh, that morning. And so, but when you watch it like that, it feels still kind of weird because it is. A, when you think it happened afterwards, it feels a little out of context. And I was like, this is from the night before. Yeah. I just <laughs> and it's crazy. And LeBron even said in that interview. That's crazy how the universe works and how uh, he came full circle, started in Philly with Kobe when he met him, wore his shoes, came full circle, passed him on scoring list in Philly. Uh, That's where uh, Kobe spent much of his youth growing Mm -hmm. up. Uh, It is weird, and you can't help but feel like there's reason behind it. Um, It definitely feels... Uh, it just is very meaningful, very meaningful. Without a doubt, and um, wow, I just want to talk for a second about um, just that headline because obviously TMZ broke the news first, and then everybody was kind of, you know, confused more than anything, but not really believing it, thinking yeah. it was a hoax. Um, and then that, well, that's yeah, what we all yeah, because I remember if y'all don't know, yeah, we're in this. That's um, exactly what we said. Yeah, we have a group, group text from all the people in Strive. And uh, I was on the uh, driving range actually Sunday morning, um, and I was I checked my phone in between uh, barrels or whatever, and you know I saw that the group text was blowing up and you know WTF oh my God what's happening I was confused and I saw something about Kobe dying and I was conf- you know I I didn't believe it and I went to Twitter and as I got on Twitter tweet from Woj Kobe Bryant among those dead and helicopter crash and. The amount of shock, I've never had a feeling like that, where it just complete shock and disbelief, just, it feels mm-hmm. like there was some sort of error that this legend ended in this way. Like It doesn't, it feels like, I, I said this to you earlier, it's like you're playing a video game and you pick the wrong choices and you have this weird, bad ending that's not the true ending. It feels mm-hmm. like that's what's happening, but you know it's it's real. The best way I was able to put it was, uh, just at least how it feels is, I mean Kobe Kobe played basketball as long as I've been alive, and you get that mindset of, of whether it be an athlete or a musician or uh, just any you know idol that you know you admire and aspire to be like they feel like a superhero in a way so they also with that feeling gain a feeling of invincibility and you think well, nothing could ever happen to them you know nothing could ever take them down they would never pass on or nothing could nothing bad could happen to them right because they don't feel like just regular people um, but at the end of the day we all live this same life and uh we're all subject to the same things, and it takes moments like this to really put that into into perspective. And that uh, really, truly, every day is just not gar- guaranteed. Uh, doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. It just doesn't matter. And it, 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 especially something that hits home so big about Kobe Bryant for so many people is or what I'm at least seeing is that his reach is so big, not only 
geographically as he really in a shame we lost David Stern this month uh, uh, so recently as well um, those two in different me, uh, different mediums different ways but both of those people really stretched basketball past borders yeah took it global and made it what it we love today um, beloved by so many but also think about people who are much older than we are are hurting mm-hmm. people our age are hurting and people younger who maybe didn't see but the last few years of his career if that and just have YouTube to rely on also still feeling it and it's also weird because they're now players our age and just now entering the league and we could see them and how they feel and how they still have to actually go out and play a game in front of 20,000 people yeah um, um. and no doubt it's emotional and hard uh, yeah it's tough it's tough to react and see it happen and mm-hmm. yeah um, but it's hard for everybody we're all kind of going through it together definitely one of the most um, one of the biggest de- like nothing it's incomparable to anything else nothing has ever happened like this you know there have been massive deaths in pop culture like Michael Jackson, Prince, Whitney Houston, but it it's never been like this. And all of those were so hard. But in sports, what can we name that was so big? I mean, we have had major sports. Sure, there's been a major, like uh, Sean Taylor. Yeah. Sean, you know, Sean Taylor, Roberto Clemente. Like, those are names that Jose Fernandez ring out. Uh, yep, yep. Uh, they'll always ring out a feeling. Uh, a moment um but like i said kind of getting back to that globalness that effect that stretches beyond just just the u.s and just uh north just north america and just it's global um purple and gold are lit up anywhere that it it can be uh worldwide and that obviously we if we if any of us could rewrite the ship and take back what happened, there's no doubt in the world we would. Um, but it is, in a way, if it's nice to see how unified people are. Yeah, it's are great to the, see the basketball you know, community. It's hard come together. to get people, yes, basketball community, but also just everybody. Mm-hmm. We've been in such a toxic environment, you know, whether that's politics or just humanity in general um, for so long now you can't get pe- two people in the same room over on something much less entire the, the whole world really uh, and negative people are gonna be negative uh, you know regardless but mm-hmm. the overwhelming outpour has just been really awesome to yeah see. so so. We've talked about the event. Now I'd like to maybe get into a little bit of the man, the basketball player. Uh, Just to read off real quick, Kobe Bryant, five-time NBA champion, two-time finals MVP, 
2008 NBA MVP, 18-time All-Star, 4-time All-Star Game MVP, 11-time All-NBA First Team, 2-time All-Second Team, 2-time Third Team, 9-time Defensive First Team, 3-time All-Defensive Second Team, 2-time NBA Scoring Champion, Slam Dunk Contest Champion, All-Rookie Second Team. Wow. Okay, this is silly. (laughs) What hasn't he done? Is there more? Oh my gosh. I know. And... there's just no debate about his impacts, uh, how he changed the game, but also just how he just disgustingly dominated it and just uh, the his his work ethic and his winning way. Uh, it was stronger than any other play I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever seen somebody try to will themselves, you know, even when it felt like he didn't have the ability, if he was older, if he was injured. I mean, we just watched the farewell game against Utah. And I mean, I'm sitting there and I know exactly how this, how this movie ends. (laughs) And I'm still like, there's no way he gets, he had like, I think he had like 47 points with only like three minutes to go and i'm like he he ends up with 60 that's not how does this happen how does he score that's the most insane thing ever. 36 year old point uh kobe do that and then you're watching like oh that, yeah that whole game that farewell it. game was definitely him showing everybody that he was retiring because he wanted to and not because he needed to yeah uh definitely still was better than than many players in the league at that point, um, and uh, it was it was right for him to move on because we saw him not even what even a few years later he after after basketball what does he do he goes and dominates whatever he's passionate about next and wins a freaking Oscar and dedicated lifetime filmmakers <laughs> will strive for that and they can't get it uh, and he just did it you know. Um, I think we offer really good perspective because a lot of people uh, were either Laker fans or uh, maybe just indifferent, but we weren't we, we weren't supposed to like Kobe. We ever. were on the other side of that rivalry. We were on the other side of the fence. Um, we, are, as most everybody who listens to this show knows, and if you're if you're new, hello. Um, we have been lifelong Hello. Boston Celtics fans. So we were raised. We were raised to despise Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant was always on the other side of the battlefield, breaking our hearts, ripping our souls out of our bodies with every fadeaway jumper. Stole a couple finals. Mm-hmm. Stole a couple rings from uh, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and the gang. Um, well, not stole. Rightfully took, but. You know, it felt like he stole it away. <laughs> um, 2010 finals specifically, and then no satisfaction felt as good as um, watching him get, uh, watching us win against him in 2008. You know, and um, every every time we played against him, it felt really special. But it's like I said on Twitter um, on Sunday, we were raised to hate him, but. <laughs> No matter what I did, I couldn't help but love him, you know. You, it just because even when, you know, when it was game time, it was you know I was like, okay, Kobe, don't do this again. 
even though you knew he was he was gonna do it again um i was gonna say i mean he did rob rob us of some things but in a way it feels like would you have rather anybody else done it you know yeah like you couldn't it couldn't happen to a better a better more talented more dedicated player who you know if somebody was gonna take it from us i no yeah i agree thank god it was kobe right thank god it was kobe you know Mm -hmm. um because if he didn't, if he if he ain't taken from us, he might still be playing, trying to trying to get the get those yeah. five rings. But it didn't take him that that long. Cause I mean, this didn't matter. Just didn't matter. he could do it. He just could do it in any situation. Oh, oh, I was gonna tell you. I I think I I may have showed you, but um, a Celtics fan uh, at, saw this tweet. It was actually in a I think it was in an article. Um, but they said, as a Celtics fan, we didn't think Kobe could break our heart uh, ever again. Yeah. Then again, here he comes. Here he comes, doing what he does best, breaking um, hearts. Wow. Yeah. Um, so what is your greatest, fondest, most prevalent memory of Kobe Bryant? Pick one, first thing that comes well, to I'll mind. I'll start by saying... Well, I, I do want to quickly preface. Uh, I told you this today. Uh, big regret. I mean, not really regret. Uh, not like I ever had like the option. Um, but never seeing him live really hurt. Yeah, you know I, that hurts. You know, I wish that I had been able to do that. I didn't really start going to the games until you know, like when I got a job. Then <laughs> <laughs> before you know, he's he's uh, out the door and retired and on his way to the yeah. Hall of Fame. Honestly, I I can't help but just put the three year summation that was oh eight because um, it's very similar to uh, the Spurs and the Heat and how the Spurs came back and then they did that they took a twenty fourteen but um, Kobe did it first Kobe in oh eight dying to win this title and the Celtics were just the best team in the league that year they just were. Uh, and the Lakers didn't have things go for him right down the stretch, and then Kobe said, "I'm I'm not just gonna come back and win one more. I'm just not okay with that. So I'm gonna come back. And I'm gonna win one more. But then I'm gonna come back in the next year in 2010 and win a second one. And that stands out so much to me because think about that was his first ring without Shaq. Kobe right? had, yeah, yes, because Kobe had the three peat with Shaq." What what group of players can go and win two consecutive titles with? And I'm not going to make, make it seem like those teams were, you know, D-League. But think about the talent that summates today. You know, we watch those Warriors teams and one of the best teams ever. Even LeBron with Kevin Love, Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it really often felt like it was just Kobe or just Kobe and Powell. And he said, it just doesn't matter. Like I've done this with Shaq, but, and that was, I think that was a big driving force for him. He's like, cause he always played little brother mm-hmm. up until that point. He's like, I, I need to show that I can do this without Shaq. Yeah. This is, I just and pulled up the Oh nine. That was his biggest. Yes. Go ahead. So names to highlight are, um, after Kobe, uh, 
Palgasol, yep. Ron Artest, yep. Lamar Odom, World Peace. and Andrew mm-hmm. Bynum. And then after that, it's mm-hmm. that's very impressive. Mm-hmm. And I just think about what it takes to do that in today's game, and I don't think anybody else could really do that. Uh, even the Warriors only went two for four in their iconic run. Uh, Kobe went back to back in a time where the Celtics did exist. You know, there were teams out there built strictly to beat Kobe Bryant, it built around the idea of taking down one player. And he just said, it doesn't matter. I'm going to take what I have. Um, I'm not, you know, and this isn't a slight to any players now, obviously. Um, but the, the fact that he said, I'm staying in LA, I'm, if I, I'll, I'll recruit like, like crazy, but if, if it doesn't, you know, if I don't get X player or Y player or, you know, I'm just going to take what I have and I'm going to try. And it was with him, it was enough, you know, I don't think there was another player at that time, despite LeBron being great, despite Dwayne Wade being great at the time that could have said, I'm going to take what I got and I'm going to go out and win. Yeah, there's just nothing like that. Um, and I think that's my favorite three-year stretch mm-hmm. as compared to the three-peat because it involved heartbreak for him with the loss initially, but then just the ultimate triumph of a player. I just have not seen that resolve in a player any other time. Um, it's just crazy. It, crazy stretch really solidified himself as one of the top players um and we got to see that through in that era that was yeah for me um just goes to show who he was i think my best fondest memory of kobe was um in 13 when he tore his achilles um limped back on the court drained the free throw and then left um but then even after that, you know, he was old at that point. He was, what, 33. Um, came back. Obviously didn't have the same jump and a step. We didn't really see any Kobe dunks after that. But uh, still put together very, very respectable numbers. Better than the majority of the league. I think he he was definitely an all-star a couple more times after that. He was, you know, I don't have all the stats pulled up or anything right now. But going in kind of cold. For this entire show but just wow like the heart of a warrior his people always talk about the mamba mentality and you know however you know i used to be like, okay mom mentality whatever but despite calling it whatever you want to call it his his uh his work ethic his determination his grit it it's unlike anything anyone has ever had before. That man, if I could describe him in one word, it would be grit. He just That's very continuously, true. no matter That's what very... came at him, knocked over, come hell or high water, he always came out on top. He learned from everything, no matter what life threw at him. He just found a way. And I, I respect the hell out of him. He did. He did. Uh, and I still feel like we didn't, we don't even give him enough credit for the things he did. Uh, 
I mean, this happens a lot of times. You know, players get, you know, snubbed on things. But I, I, I actually just, I did just go up and pull, pull up these stats. I mean, I, and it's always been sad, but not winning the MVP in two thousand five six season. That's the crime. Was that Steve Nash? Now was Steve Nash, and I love Steve Nash. Kobe loves Steve Nash. They ended up playing together and shared some good moments, but. In the 05-06 season, age 27, Kobe played, uh, started 80 games, 80 of the 82, played 41 minutes a game, um, and averaged 35.4 points on 45% shooting on a team that needed him to do that. That's not... Uh, Kobe even jokes about it in the farewell game. He says... All these years, everybody's been telling me to pass, and then now tonight, you know, saying don't pass. Uh, but he does get that rap, but and it kind of goes back to how he never left LA. Um, almost did there by, by yeah, but by not leaving LA, that means he was kind of stuck with the roster that was around him, and people tend to forget how how sometimes that uh, that roster was really uh. <laughs> lacking <Yeah. laughs> and so he kind of had to if i was to pick a moment one in general it would be the game i think it was i think it was 07 it's it is kind of the date's kind of blanking me it was uh before i was really into basketball because i was just i guess too young but there's a game and, a, and this was not a random night in the nba this was not in november this was a playoff game when Kobe Bryant said, I'm not shooting tonight. I want to show you all in a game seven. I I think it was game seven against Phoenix. He said, I'm just not going to shoot tonight. Because he, he had accepted and come to terms with the fact that no matter, even if they won that game, that they just weren't going to have enough juice to make it. And he, said, and he had been facing backlash for the fact that he was, you know, hero ball and Taking all the shots, even though he was well within his right. I mean, yeah, this is Kobe Bryant. Uh, so he he went to the corner <laughs> <laughs> and just stayed out of the way and said, "Okay, okay, I'm not even not I'm not even gonna pass. I'm just gonna stay out of the way tonight. I'm gonna let I'm gonna show you all what what that does." And that was just bold and empowering, and it was. Uh, daring, to say the least. Nobody, I think, would do that today. Oh yeah. Uh, just riding off again, just to say, just to prove a point. But in a way, he was just so. You know, Kobe could do that though, because you know, that that was Kobe. He could get away with that. I mean, come on. Yeah. You know? Legends just get a different pass. I, I'm sorry, they just do. <laughs> 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 yeah, just yeah, you're right. right. You have a point. Um, uh, and so that I think that's just awesome. It's like it's ballsy, it's gutsy, and it's you know, but that embodies him, it embodies his moments. Uh, I mean, dang, it just every time I read it, you know, I've got the TV on. Yeah, I uh, uh, pulled up like, his Wikipedia to get those accolades, and you know, I scrolled down and it through the subject and it was like her basketball career off the court and then death and 
it's still that's it's just, still it's, crazy. Yeah, it's insane her story yeah because every time you read it it's still like oh gosh yeah. and then um it's just uh, you know I'm what used to was um, kobe bryant crazy was uh tracy mcgrady good friend of kobe bryant was on wow, the yeah, was on the was jump to today do. talking about him and t-mac hadn't really said much because he was really affected by it of course but he said that what was crazy to him or was scary to him was that Kobe always said that he wanted to die young. He said that he wanted to have be the greatest basketball player of all time and then he wanted to die young and be a legend. Yep. And, you know, I don't think that's yeah. what he had in mind when he was saying all that, but it yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of ways to interpret that, you know, whether it's like you know, sometimes people kind of can led to the point where they become, you know, unhealthy and, you know, their life comes uncomfortable or, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but also probably said those things at a time when he wasn't a father and he wasn't retired and he wasn't looking forward to the next chapter of his life because he was never not just ear to ear, smile, optimistic about the next thing that he was going to do. I don't think he was ever... Think, I don't think he was just I don't think Kobe ever saw the end for himself no. I think he just always probably thought and that is how Kobe should be immortalized by just you know we just shouldn't should, just shouldn't let him die you know we won't um, just forever gonna have to it's like it's hard it's gonna be hard to remember Kobe I mean I just think about it now like every time that somebody nears a record uh, or sets a new run, they're going to have to go through Kobe. And we're going to get a moment to to share in it then. Um, it's still, it, it doesn't, like, just thinking about that really made me sad again. Um, it just feels like well, we his need... His name's always going to be on It just feels like we're gonna, we were supposed to be watching, you know, LeBron James Jr. in 15 years as... A graying Kobe is sitting next to LeBron courtside cheering him on. It, you know, seeing uh-huh. a grade and I, we, we, Staples Center. We also said how uh, it really felt like a, a name like Gianna Bryant and her talent could revolutionize women's basketball. Oh, yeah. As as Kobe, Kobe was doing, Kobe, Kobe immediately showed such support for his daughter's interest, but then gathered the interest of the girls in the area and started his own basketball academy, mm-hmm. much less just a team, yeah, but he wanted to be involved in the entire process. He wanted to be involved in the training and the teaching and sharing uh, his his wealth of knowledge, obviously. Um, and I had, the, there was a tweet, um, uh, it was a picture of, his team, his girls' team, and they had absolutely destroyed a team. They won like 122 to like 20 or something like that. <laughs> and uh, without context, you're kind of like, oh, wow, why'd they run up the score like that? But they lost to that same team, I think it was 22 to 21, like a year or two before that. So wow. he took a team that was you know, uneducated and un, you know, not trained, what trained upright, and took a team of young girls in just a short amount of time 
and trained him up to be one of the best best yeah. teams in the nation. And that's this is um being a, being able to teach the next generation. It's really a devastating so blow cool. for women's basketball, not only basketball, you know, men's basketball, the NBA, but really because you know you you can never predict how things are going to play out, especially with a thirteen year old girl. But it really felt like she was destined to be that iconic WNBA star that maybe transforms yeah, the I game, mean, gets gets it really to the national spotlight, and now we don't get to see that, which is tragic. But um, I really believe that the impact that they had in this short time is already has already improved the game, and you know their ideas, their hopes, their vision, what they stood for. Yeah. That's still alive, and um, you know, friends and family. Hopefully, people are going to be very involved in keeping that dream alive, and uh, hopefully, we do get to see it come to fruition. Absolutely, and it makes you think of, you know, it's like I said about the unification and how we're all kind of together on this moment. Um, I, I'm, I am, you know, excited to see the different ways that we're able to honor Kobe with, you know, his hall of fame and induction and, um, how we carry on after that, you know, this Lakers Clippers game, especially now after being postponed, like, I just feel like that's, that's going to be like a holiday almost, um, you know, for teams that play in LA every night, the Lakers and the Clippers, you know, we saw Kawhi with tears in his eyes. When do we see an emotional Kawhi Leonard? Mm -hmm. This is somebody who's won titles when it felt like he shouldn't and has been through a lot of things personally and professionally. And we've never seen emotion. It feels like, and here he is playing basketball through tears and giving an interview at the end of it and played great. Um, but you know, that's, yeah, that's just the difference. I think you know, you know, legends never die. <laughs> it's just true. Um, and it's just very true. And we'll see it play out for forever. Not the history of the league. Yeah. There's just this slew of numbers and things that were accomplished. Um, just in all, like reading them, because you know I wasn't able to obviously take it all in live, but the moments that that I did get to see, like those, just stick. Those just stick really well. Uh, I um, I think I speak for a lot of people when I say this. Until yesterday, I had never cried over the death of someone that I had never personally met. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot yep. of people were affected and expressed that in a lot of different ways. But, you know, he just was able to touch all of our lives. You know, we were his... He was our biggest enemy, and I mean, he still, yeah. you know, we, um, 
when he was playing the Celtics, we sat there as it happened to us, and uh, deep down we we were really amazed and enjoyed watching them. Good you work. Couldn't, you couldn't do anything without it or do anything about it. Yeah. You know, you just had to had to sit there and take it. That's what he's gonna do. I, th- I think if there's one way to just bring it all together, it's like picture the NBA and the world today. Um, and then picture the NBA in the world if Kobe never never pursued a career in basketball I think a lot of things are way different uh, basketball is not nearly as big as it is if that's the case um, yeah um, I agree I don't think that um, so many lives would be just He's uh, uh, he's mean, definitely on that Mount Rushmore of NBA players or basketball players in general. Yeah, when you look at on court, off court, and uh, Kobe just did it differently than we have than we have it now. I think. Um, once again, no disrespect to anybody in the league now, but yeah, you know. It's rare that we uh, have a player stay with one team all whole career. Very few handful of those players. Um, love all of those guys, you know, Dirk and Tim Duncan and others. Um, and it was, you know, whether it was drama with Shaq or, uh, you know, just mixing it up with somebody. Smush Parker. Uh <laughs> shouting at smush yelling in practice uh you know i I think uh there's very few guys who can get away with that and there's some guys who try to get away with that now and uh you know just now i'm just gonna say that i i don't think that uh they should you know do that (laughs) great great players have have a voice that uh, can be can be shared in any manner. I think, yeah, and I think that's something we should not take for granted. Um, and uh, well, it's just it's just hard because that game did just play, and now they're playing all these moments over. Yeah. Uh, well, you you just can't escape it, and rightfully so. We shouldn't be trying to. I mean, uh, yeah, it's um. It's really become, I don't know. The entire social media world has become a celebration of the life of Kobe Bryant, and it's really beautiful to see. Well, it is that not only is there like a physical shrine being, you know, devoted outside of Staples and all throughout all of downtown Los Angeles, but digitally, this is going to be forever encapsulated in history. And I think that's a big thing. Uh, We've had major moments in history happen with the digital age but this is it's at its all-time peak and still going right now as far as like communication and how it's worldwide and how it's instant and how it's twitter and now it's instagram and facebook and snapchat and um when it's used for the good as we can see it's uh, an amazing thing and um I'm definitely not looking forward to the positive energy that we've been uh, kind of relishing in going away. Just not. 
Uh, it's been really nice to see. So mm-hmm. it's hard to it's hard to stay off of uh, Twitter right now just because there's so many things that like happened. Like uh, I was reminded of that Kobe Bryant and Kanye West commercial that they did. It's just <laughs> so weird at the time. It was just funny now to look back. Like that's crazy that that was a thing. And just countless other things that yeah. happened, like the Smush Parker <laughs> thing. And now it's like Smush would love to get yelled at in practice right now, I'm sure. So Yeah, I think um, Smush actually posted something about it. Um, I have it pulled up right here. He said, the toughest pill to swallow on today for me has been the fact that I didn't get a chance to verbally speak with my brother to not only reconcile our differences, but to find out if he actually had a relationship with the Lord Almighty. And then he went on. But, you know, you hate to hear that uh, they went out, on, or he went out when uh, they had bad terms, but, you know, we all know yeah. that it's definitely yeah. at the root of it all love. So uh, I definitely think that oh, this uh, entire thing, because, you know, we live in an age dominated by social media, and all this bad news comes, you know, right one after another, yeah. you know, terrorist attacks. Headline grabbing. Yeah, terrorist attacks, yeah. school shootings, just, everything. It's just, you know, it seems like it's one after another. So our generation just learns to stop caring and just move on, which is sad to say, but, you know, it's happening so often. Uh, but this feels like the first mm-hmm. event in a long time where really the world just stopped. Yep, that's very true. Um, everybody around me was very knowledgeable of what just happened, and uh, it's very hard. Um, it's very hard, and but it's also beautiful to see how people yeah. respond. And I think that is uh, just the best way for us to remember Kobe is all is to be to be positive about. It you know be optimistic mm-hmm. about what's yet to come and uh, well I think another and we can this kind of personalizes it a little bit for us uh, I don't think I've had we've had people reach out like this about even just us doing a show because I know we shared that we were going to be uh, kind of commemorating his career and we've had a few people reach out now like heck I uh, that they're looking yeah. forward to it yeah, just really cuz cool. I think people just can't get enough of what he did and just trying to uh, you know Michael started a, th- a thread yesterday about just people sharing the stories mm-hmm. and how can you not smile I mean there's just so much yeah so much to look back on and yeah, so of course you know we're not going to uh, monetize this Thank podcast you everybody who's listening because um, you know this is this is you know, all for this is awesome to, to do memorialize kobe bryant and uh i think we're probably gonna go ahead and cut the episode in a little bit because um, there's not really much else to say uh, well and uh, there's not much else to say but at the time at the same time there's a million other things we could say endless, that could keep us yeah. on this podcast for hours on end um, but that's what the rest of our lives are for, yeah. you know, and that's what those record books are going to symbolize and this hall of fame induction that's coming up and, you know, this statue that should be built 
this statue should be built yesterday. I mean, yeah. <laughs> let's get it going, you know. Like, uh, I, I would love to go visit something like that. You know, that would be awesome. Um, L.A. trip in April. That's right. Let's get that thing erected now. Come on. Uh, you know, all I, all I got to say is I, I, I need to go get back my, my freaking jersey. <laughs> <laughs> jersey is not with me right now. And uh, it just, I feel, I feel disconnected. So I got to go. Gotta go get Hopefully that I'll have one by then, and then we can uh, have a neat moment. Yep, gotta gram it out. Gotta gram it when out. When out, gram it out. Hash, hashtag Mamba mentality forever. <sighs> well, yeah. you ready to call it a wrap? And I, I, a good way, I think a good way to close this out was uh, somebody said today. Uh, people would often confuse. Oh, I think it was actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I was reading Justin Timberlake's post, and they were very close. Uh, they actually both met. Uh, they met when they were both teenagers. I actually didn't know that. And they, uh, but their careers in music and sports kind of they arced together. Um, he was, they were talking about he was talking about how they once they got up in age, up and I say up in age, they're like in their thirties at this time. They're calling each other old men and whatnot. And it, was, it was really cool to read that. But he said people would often confuse Kobe's will to win with a lack of compassion. Um, and that, that simply wasn't the case. And that's very true because as soon as as soon as the final buzzer rang, it was just he was just that guy with that huge smile and it just beamed yeah. from city to city around the globe. Uh, and it will forever be left with us and yeah. Yeah. There will never be another. Definitely not. Well, um, before uh, you close us out with some purple rain, just want to say, uh, <laughs> you know, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Absolutely. Um, congratulations on an amazing life. And thank you for the lasting memories and lessons that you've left us with. Thank you, Kobe. Thank you for everything you left behind. Uh, we're gonna, like LeBron said, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna finish it out. We're gonna carry it on for you. Uh, and once again, just can't be said enough. Our lives were changed by the events yesterday. So, um, condolences from all of us here. Uh, to all the families and all the people affected and you know it's a tragic accident and you just hate to see stuff like that happen so I uh, pray never have to see something like that again uh, that's all we can do and uh, thank you yeah well um, ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening to this special episode of The Splash uh, hope you enjoyed it uh, memorial to Kobe Bryant um and then next week we should be back with uh, our regular show. Um, but thank you all very much for listening. We've been the Splash Bros. You've all been wonderful. And this has been the Splash. Thank you.